This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome. And this is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. And this is the Sunday Sermons edition. And I'm your host, Jonathan Rose, with my beautiful co-host, Shay. How you doing this morning, Shay? Doing great. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. And we have another message from Pastor Darius Daniels of the Change Church, in which we're going to unpack and have a beautiful fulfilling and informative podcast mm-hmm. over the word from the from the Lord, from the Bible, from the context of where we gain our strength. Let's do it. And the word this morning came from John chapter 5, verse 5. Mm-hmm. And the titling of this sermon was, That's Not Real. That is not real. And Pastor Darius unpacked to us today uh, these couple statements. And um, we're going to give our own general reference of how the sermon went and you just stay Stay in tune with us and just uh, just hear us out on this um, breakdown. So here we go. The anointing only happens when you navigate within natural self. And I tag comparison is a thief of joy. That it is. And I want to dive in with this one as well. Societal standards has us competing for things that we naturally own. Mm-hmm. But we are caught up in the confusion that others having means we can't also have and Pastor Darius has in other podcasts and other sermons uh, deem this and define this as a scarcity mindset yes so y'all come back with me uh, natural human understanding and just experiences in the world we live in now social media and yeah. friendships and peer pressure adult pressure it's, it's yeah. a lot that goes into all this today. And um, I want to start off by that societal standards part. We have all adapted in some way, shape, or form to what everybody's doing is what should be done. Yes. And the understanding. And I've been there just along my lines of being a professional athlete. How did I want to be the best? I was looking at whoever was the best at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you, my favorites was Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, in baseball, I was a Ken Griffey Jr. fan. Okay. Uh, basketball, like I say, the Michael Jordan's Kobe. I was a big mellow fan. But blah, 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 all that unpacking. What I thought was great was only based on what I could see from someone else. I didn't have yeah. a registered understanding of greatness in which I could exude unbiasedly by being it by it being defined from somebody else. So, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Unpacked this morning, I gotta find it. I'm sorry, y'all. We become a problem for the enemy when we seek and find purpose and finding clarity over situations. Once we have self understanding, I feel like we finally navigate within the reasoning of why we put on this earth. Yeah. And to bring everything back into fruition. If we all were the same, the world would be nothing, in a sense. But also, in that same breath, the mimicking in which we move and operate within the world is why there are so much hardships, so Mm -hmm. many misunderstandings, so many people with insecurities and deficits because we were never, y'all hear me out now, we were never meant 
to be like one another. 100%. And this adaptation that we've taken, even that's why marriage is all messed up because in some sense, everybody's trying to get married like them. Right? <laughs> if you get what I'm saying? Like, it ain't, it ain't, I want to marry Shayna because me and Shayna got some. I do, but I also want it to look like such and such. So we got to get that little asterisk out of there because that asterisk is so detrimental because it takes away from self-belief. Mm-hmm. And Pastor just unpacked in this whole sermon today that a lack of self-belief, you're operating at 50% in your existence. Oof, and you hit on so many good points. You said something that just I really want to touch on again. Mm-hmm. You talked about, you listed people who you saw were great in different elements mm-hmm. and said those are the examples of greatness. Right. And I think that's so powerful because from your vantage point, all of our vantage points, when mm-hmm. we're looking at what we think is great, we have no idea what they did to get there. At all. We, no insight, nothing. We're basing that grace off, grace strictly off the result. Mm-hmm. And Pastor said something today that I think is so powerful. He said that if we don't fill in the blanks, the devil will. Mm, that was, hey, that was great. Right? Uh, emphasize that, emphasize that. So without knowing what they did, we're filling in or letting the devil tell us what mm. we think we need to do to get where we need to be to look like what they did. Preach. And that is so incredibly powerful because if we just turn to what God says about us, and what God said he had in store for us or search to find within us the things that trigger us that God placed there for a reason. Like if we did that with our relationship with God, mm-hmm. I think it would shift how we define greatness and who we think is great. And that's real because you just along the lines of what I just said, we become a problem for the enemy when we seek and find our purpose and find clarity over situations. Like you just said, I looked at all those guys, so when I became what I saw as great, it was never my great because I pulled from so many people and I never looked at my natural characteristics and natural abilities and thought that was good enough because it didn't look like Mellows. It didn't look like Dion's. Come on. But I wasn't, God didn't ordain me like Dion to be a 4'3. Come on. I was a 4'5, flat. But I was still great because you know what Dion won? Dion won six, one and a half. <laughs> Long arms, like, but yeah. I downplayed all of mine because I took this mm-hmm. societal standards ideology that since he was great first, my greatness got to show up something like him for me to even touch greatness. <laughs> and that's a lie. And um, it goes into like, I look at broken men, man, especially in the black community. Man, my daddy won this, my daddy won that. And then the sum of it, I had my daddy and I, he still wasn't perfect. So if I blame him for his imperfections, which he, uh, in, I inherited, no. <laughs> I might have inherited them, but I can also go and improve them and do better. And some of them I can leave where they at. I ain't Charles Rose Jr. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Rose. That's why he, he separated our names. But we walk with this understanding of, ah, uh, I got this default setting and these programs that I can't change. You can. And we take the onus off of ourselves, baby. I know I'm talking a lot, but you remember my word? Accountability of the years. You know why I needed that word, y'all? Because I was a finger pointer. And But why are you a finger pointer? Because I don't want to take the onus of nothing that happened in my life. It's your fault, my mama fault, my grandmama fault for making my mama messed up, and my daddy, daddy for messing him up, but y'all messed me all up. When did you do, Jonathan? When do you take your... Um, take your life into your own hands. We don't. And we operate and then it goes into a spiritual form in which Pastor also told us. Now we start blaming God about things that we won't move our feet about. And before I let you get in, babe, I'm going to lead you into it. Because Pastor said this, we're using words 
where God intended us to put work. And I tag to that, reap your outcome. We pray mm -hmm. for God to orchestrate our steps. But guess who still got to step us? God isn't going to walk for us. So for us to reach the outcome in which we were praying for the blessing of, you got to have to do something. And you just hit on so much. Because awesome. I think what Pastor is trying to show us is that we have the perfect example. God gave us Jesus for a reason. Mm -hmm. So every time you want to act like what we're seeing out here on earth isn't right or they're the reason why I did, if we needed a reference point, he gave it to us in the Bible. Mm -hmm. He gave it to us with what God's done and then he gave it to us with his son. So it's, the onus is on us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like there are people in our lives who don't show up the way that they should, but who's never let us down is God. And it almost feels like we sometimes walk around with this mindset and I'm just going to speak for myself mm -hmm. until who I am now. Like that's too holy or too godly or too this or too that. Or, right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like at the end of the day, if I want to live in the abundance that I know God has in store for me. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I need to look at, into his word and mm -hmm. figure out what he said I should be doing and I shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. And naturally, of course, I'm going to miss a step. You know, but I think it's so important that we do take the onus into our own hands. And that's why we can accomplish just about anything through God, like you said earlier, mm -hmm. who strengthens me. And that's real because our parents raised us and, and they did the best that they could do. And as kids, we, we didn't get that understanding that it was the best that they could do. We were always had a higher expectation. Like, no, you wanted me to be this, but you couldn't teach me. That's that's all right. They mm -hmm. tried, didn't they? Some, some people didn't even have... Their own parents that tried. Somebody else, a foster parent, a, a secondary family member, somebody else had to play that role. And we, a lot of people still resented them for even attempting. Somebody didn't even attempt for you. And the reason I went on that unpacking, because Pastor said this this morning. A lot of the time, we are repeating what someone else said the Bible said. Woo. And I attacked to that, um, no for self. And Pastor used the Bible, but I used life. When did when did social media get to booming? And when did everybody start to start looking like each other? Once we all adapted this ideology, whatever the cool or the known or the uh, socially accepted are doing, mm -hmm. we should be doing. Who said that? One person, right? Or one standard was set in which we all adapted. And I look at my life like that. I say some of the stuff I was doing was because of the crowd I was in. And I knew I didn't fit the crowd, but I didn't want to stand out, so I, I adapted to the crowd just to make sure I had people around. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't no weirdo. I wasn't this, no that. Mm -hmm. But that understanding also made me even weirder, <laughs> because now, thirty year old Jonathan, I had so much I had to unpack by hanging out in groups to mm -hmm. feel socially accepted, to not feel alone, to not feel like the weird one out. So I'm out here doing things in which I know isn't right to what I feel in my heart. I'm going against self so hard that God is like, boy, you praying, but I can't do nothing for you with that mindset. That mindset right there eliminates all grace and good from God. So now we are out here, vessels walking around, trying to find clarity amongst people with no clarity. Oof, that is so real. And, and it's exactly what you said. Like you were going against what you knew was true to your mm. heart. And I think God places things in our heart for a reason. So if we make a choice to go against that, God's like, you've got the compass. I told you what to center your world and your thoughts and your life around, but 
you're choosing to go against that. And I'm going to be here and I love you and I'm going to wait till you're ready to come back full circle, which we always do or we pray that we do. But it's like, until we do that, of course, we're going to be living in a life that is so adverse, like a mm-hmm. life that has so much more adversity than it had to. A life where things feel so much harder than it had to. And the irony, because when we talk about our lives, babe, and how we were prior to really stepping into our faith and you know, really putting God first with it, we felt like we should. Mm-hmm. We talk about a life where people would glorify who we were, mm. having no idea that we weren't happy. Boy, boy, boy. I'm a I'ma reemphasize that. I want you to keep going, but I want to say that in a different way. We was out here trying to satisfy people and needs and things and desires and showing up as something that we were not mm-hmm. in order for other people to feel good. And Pastor said it today. If you have a gift and everybody else is reaping and grossing but you, are, are, are you really being of service? So you think God gave you the gift to get nothing from it. And, oh my God, you just did so much, bro. You just did so much. No. We, we oh. feel like we have to serve by default. Mm-hmm. Only way you really serving good is that if everybody else eat and you starving to death because you know you done exhausted yourself, right? No. Mm-hmm. That is wrong, but you get what? A thousand percent. I, I get how people get lost on that, though. Mm-hmm. It's I heard women and like I got women in my family. I gave y'all my everything, so you gave us your everything, and you were left with nothing, and that's okay. Like we even we articulate because yeah. I, I tell my parents I'm thankful for y'all all the time that y'all showed me, but y'all also continue to live y'all life because now I know when I have kids and I I don't have to give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all my best. But mm-hmm. I don't have to give y'all my all to I'm empty and I don't have enough for self because that's how I always talk. How am I going to do for others if I can't do for myself? Mm-hmm. But societal standards told us, no, exhaust yourself. You po- you supposed to want to see people be great. Not at my not at my expense, though. And God doesn't say that? At all. Ain't nowhere in the Bible where it say, hey, you must perish for everybody else to flourish. Come on. He doesn't want us to be depleted for everyone else's sake. That's not how it is. And that's not how it works. And I think God wants us to have boundaries, right? Having a lack of boundaries is can't be because we think that's how we're supposed to live. Come on, man. Nobody said that, you know? And I think it's easier to do that and have that victim mindset because it does, it goes against the word that you had accountability. Mm-hmm. It means then I can blame everybody else for what's happening and to I me. And I never have to stand up for anything that happened in my life, Whew. ever. And I don't have to make any changes. You know, and I think that's the part that's so critical. And Pastor said that so much today in the sermon. And I think it really resonated with me because he was just like, are you willing to change? Are you willing to bring to God the things that you might have been living by for such a long time? Mm-hmm. The things that you thought were truths that really weren't rooted in him and he didn't place in your heart. Are you willing to really uproot those things so God can place truth in in there instead. And it's so sad that societal standards became so normal and true to us that when we ever thought to stand out on our own limb, we felt wrong doing it. Oof, uncomfortable. I was like, oh, I just want to be a good man, but everybody around me calling me lame. Look at you. You don't go out no more. You don't do. What's wrong with you? But I'm so happy. Come on. Am I wrong? Should I go back out there? I need to get back in the streets, bro, because... They keep telling me, J. Rose, you'll show up like you used to, but I don't want to, do I? Mm-hmm. I'm so confused at doing the right thing because societal standard is telling me, what's wrong with you? No, what's wrong with this? <laughs> what's wrong with this world? And you know what? If it wasn't for Pastor Darius letting us know that living the kingdom's way 
and really paying that picture that it's meant to be different than society, mm. that we want to be different than culture, and that both of us are on that same page and letting God lead and and steer our feet, I think we would be more inclined to going back to that way of living. Come on, man. Like-minded you know I mean? people. What what pastor tell you? Mm-hmm. Get around like-minded people. Me, me and you always talk about that. Um, that video we watched on Dion when he said, boy, you can't be a part of my coaching staff, my friend group, Whew. if you don't exude characteristics that I believe in. That's real. That's what he said in that, babe. You don't even get it. Take it level three. He said that I believe in. You know why? Because Dion said, this is my circle. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm telling y'all. Society got us thinking my circle is society's circle. No, it's what Jonathan Rose wants in his circle. Uh-huh. We are so disengaged by choosing anything that we believe because we feel like it's going against what we've made norm society standards no mm-hmm. your standard first society second because we create society but when you put society first you don't get no involvement at all you're navigated by whatever he see she see and they say he say mm-hmm. but guess what who gets no say at the end of the day you come on and it's tough man i i, I live that too long and i want to throttle down on this pivotal point and we're going to Get y'all out of here on this beautiful Sunday. Pastor said it. Vulnerability by default. And I tagged scared, confused, inability, and uh, fear paralysis. I used to have a fear paralysis. Mm-hmm. Where I grew up at, if you want hood, gangster, tough, you're going to get picked on. So I was shy. I ain't really like to talk, bro. I just like to play sports, man. Keep it clean. Leave me alone, bro. I ain't mm-hmm. trying to get beefy. You make a shot on somebody that's a alpha intimidator. I make a shot on them. Oh, you a punk anyway. Well, how am I supposed to respond? I got to fight him now? Because I don't like fighting. Yeah. So that's vulnerability by default. You can, We got put in so many situations as humans mm-hmm. that we never wanted to feel that way. So we did whatever the situation was asking of. Yeah. And uh, I, I like using evidence statements. It's like women that have sex with men and they don't really want to. Because mm. men, we don't really have that deficit so I wanted to use a woman perspective I know you're gonna be able to speak on it and um and holding this babe but yeah it's those type moments ah mm-hmm. I, I really don't want to do it but I'm here now and the podcast we heard from uh the girl the other day when she said I'm scared to think if I say no what he gonna do to me so I'm gonna just say yes to get out of this situation mm-hmm. Ooh, that's so traumatic well I don't get that I, I I hate it for women and young women and old women and in between I have never felt that much pressure because my pressure came from a different stem. I told y'all the alpha and and stuff of that nature, that's what I was dealing with. I didn't want to feel like no punk to all the other men. So when somebody pressed me, I fought. Even though I ain't no fighter, but I had to show them I ain't no punk because that's the only way. They wouldn't have took me no other way. They might have. I didn't have confidence that that was going to be accepted enough. So I'd rather take the lighter route and go on and fade him real quick. And they'd be like, yeah, Rose, you might have got your butt whooped, but boy, we respect you. Do y'all, really? Come on. And do we want that kind of respect? Man, put some on it. You know, I think in any case, in any of those tough situations, we got to really ask ourselves who we want to be and who do we want around us. And it's just a tough thing to do when you're trying to, like you said, not stand out. You know, but at what cost? At what cost? You got to have faith and we got to have faith that if we're going to go against what culture is saying we should be doing, God's got something better for us on the other side of that. And just because they can't see what our God is doing doesn't mean he's not doing something. Hey, man. Ooh, we're going to finish on that right there because that was a home run hitter in which we talk about <laughs> here. But, man, the best statement of the day was when Shayna said, if we don't fill in the blank, the devil will. Oof. Man, if you believe in the God and 
trust in the God that you serve and believe in all that he does within and without of your life, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Walk your walk. Mm-hmm. Because I promise you, we were not meant to be coming with the other people on this earth. Yeah, we all meant to help each other, but we all serve completely. Listen to me, y'all. Completely different purposes. Come on. So if you out here trying to match Jay-Z and Beyonce, Barack and Michelle, it's only one of them. <laughs> they already doing it. Mm-hmm. So I can promise you, chasing whatever you see that you're going to get out of that little relationship is within your own, you lost. And you're not going to get it. And you're going to feel unfulfilled. And you're going to chase this uh, invisible man for the rest of your life. And you're going to end up at the end of your days, unfulfilled, and you gonna have nothing you wanted because you chased everything you thought you were supposed to have based on what everybody else was doing and which you saw as right. I had to say it in a lot of words because I, uh, that's how I deliver context. That made perfect sense, so I feel you. We appreciate y'all coming in. I hope this sermon y'all go listen to mm-hmm. from Pastor Dares because it'll give everybody a different unpacking in a different sense of clarity from how we just unpacked it but for us today that's how we felt that's what we heard and we decided to come and unpack it in the way that we did here today and we appreciate the supporters continue to like subscribe and comment yes please do and we pray for all and you don't have to prove anything to anyone but you will always have to prove everything to To yourself. yourself have a great day god bless